I would love an iPad too. If I go- decide to go back to school, I definitely want an iPad. Yeah. Or like a brand new MacBook. Oh yeah. But I, I mean, I want an iPad because you can do most things with it. But sometimes my mom still needs like a laptop for certain things, which is annoying. Like that would get on my nerves having to like use it get a laptop sometimes. Yeah, like an <laughs> HP and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Besties Besties in in the the Break break Room. room. I'm one of your hosts, Christian. And I'm your other host, Nikki. And this is the New Year's episode, which is so exciting. It is. We've been gone for a minute because we've been real busy, like real bad. Real busy, like real bad. Because of... Retail. Because of uh, (laughs) work in the holidays i looked our last episode was just des- was december 7th. because even on our like days off because like you, you did it too you last minute shop too but oh yeah me too but like on the days off that i had leading up to christmas i did not have time i had a bunch of shit i had to do like christmas shopping a bunch of errands i had to run absolutely but i mean we're here now and i'm really excited and uh this is the start end of the year podcast which is so fun yep how has your break been from the pod and what have you been doing? Um, I mean, mainly like, like I said, just like Aaron shopping. Uh, I've been trying to like do some more research. I've been trying to like find, I can't really find anything that's not online. I might reach out to like some law firms this year to see if there's any like places or programs where I could become a certified paralegal um because i kind of want to like do that first and just because it takes only about a year to get certified if you have like a college background though or like any like four-year degree and you get certified i do believe you get paid a little bit more but i kind of want to just like go get certified and then if i decide like oh this is like something that i would really like to do which i think it is i would rather like just have that as like a job like well slash like temporary career leading into like what I like permanently want to do but um yeah I I really want to do that just so I don't have to work retail while I'm in college and because like I'm just thinking like my whole thing is like I just think about getting kicked off my parents health insurance at 26 years old because you get kicked off your parents health insurance at 26 and our checks to me without our job taking out health insurance are, are already like way too little yeah so like i i can't like i can't do that like have them also take health insurance out of my check like i need to have a job i that will provide that but like i get paid a lot more work still have those benefits and it's something like because i law school interests me and i do think like my passions and stuff for politics like i think i could be a really good like immigration lawyer or constitutional lawyer but yeah, I don't want to be working retail for seven years, seven more years. If yeah. that's what I decide to do. No. <laughs> no. Like that's the long term like end goal is to eventually become a lawyer. At least like that's what I see for myself right now. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know, I just I didn't I also didn't want to go to school because I was just like so scared like right after high school that I couldn't do it even though I was like pretty I was a pretty good student in high school uh for the most part I mean I got mostly A's and like occasionally on my report card I would have like one B or something but most of the time I would get like all A's right um so like I mean it's 
but like i know college is a little bit different like in high school you can't just like slack off and not turn in your work and then yeah. one day you turn in your work and you have perfect grades like most professors aren't like that so like no. i just know like going into college and i took college courses too in high school so i kind of already know this but like i know that i would definitely have to be on my shit to like maintain good grades in college yeah coming from someone who went to college and decided yeah this isn't for me i completely agree uh the weather in good old clarksville tennessee has not been the best it felt better today i mean it was in the 50s it felt amazing compared to a couple days ago yeah a couple days ago it was like eight and then throughout the night it would get to like zero to negative one to one degree fahrenheit um but yeah i support it go go do it i think college is fun i think college is like it's a very satisfactory kind of feeling like i remember when i get ahead of my work especially if like i like had my planner i did all the work everything this is before like curveballs just kept getting thrown at me with like my grandparents dying in a week like all that stuff like and like relationship stuff yada yada it definitely like it was such like a satisfactory feeling of just like feeling like accomplished it'd be such a flex too to have a law degree (sighs) yeah it would (laughs) i would be legally blonde (laughs) you'd be l woods i would you would be (laughs) oh my god you know i've never actually sat down and watched that movie i've just seen clips of it i i i really like now that I'm thinking about it, I really want to like sit and rewatch it because I, I remember we had the movie because my mom I think liked the movie so like we had the DVD and I remember one time like I had my friends over for a sleepover and we just like put it in and uh, I remember watching it but like I it was when I was like probably like seven or eight so like I don't really remember a whole lot from the movie but I would love to like sit down and rewatch it because I know it's super iconic yeah it's funny too god such a good movie that's a really good movie yeah but how was your christmas well what have you been doing through the break (laughs) i was waiting on you to ask me that question but i didn't think it was coming so i was like let me just ask you about you um my break was break was good i literally just like i mean i just like did work and stuff and i went to gatlinburg yeah yeah and that was fun you got me a Trump shirt. Thank you. That is tried to get you a Trump shirt. Um, if you don't know, uh, I feel like most people do. We are not Trump supporters. I just whatsoever. think like I just think like the Trump gear is hilarious. Like conservative drip. I've always wanted. Like for me personally, like I really don't like to buy like Trump shit from like conservative shops. Obviously, right. Like I would love to just like. I remember one time I saw like a veterans for Trump shirt at uh, City Thrift. I should have gotten it. But um, I don't know. I just think like conservative merchandise. It's just like ironic and funny to wear. Like obviously like people who know me know that I'm obviously not a conservative. It's just kind of funny to see someone like me wearing something like that. Yeah, but we got we got (laughs) not matching ones, but I did. I got you one. And then um I got one that says more jobs and has a picture of Trump. Uh, it says no jobs, a picture of Obama, blow jobs and a picture of Bill, Bill Clinton, Clinton and then nut job and has a picture of Biden. So I did think that was funny. That is funny. So I got that one for me. And then I got another one that says, I don't need sex. The government fucks me every day. <laughs> and that was funny. That was pretty much it. Uh, Gatlinburg was fun there wasn't i mean there's not really like a story to tell 
from Gatlinburg. I feel like we just like got there. Really expected to see like shit ton of bears. Girls, crickets. There was no bears. No bears. And our cabin was like in the woods on the mountain. So like that was fun, but like no bears. So um, I mean, but I mean, I don't know what I would have done if I did see a bear. I feel like I feel like I would have just been like I would have been scared. I don't want to. But they're cool to look at and like fun to see. I don't want to see no bear at my cabin. But yeah, I just kind of like did that. Uh, that's really it. What'd you do for Christmas? On Christmas Day, I didn't really do anything. I mean, on Christmas Eve, I worked and then I came home and then I had dinner and we opened up presents because my mom worked Christmas Day. So on Christmas Day, I didn't really do anything. I kind of just like laid in bed all day and then I got up and took a shower and then I went and saw you and we exchanged our gifts and then I came back home and I smoked and then that's it. <laughs> Sounds like a Merry Christmas. <laughs> yep. I mean, this Christmas, I didn't even like really watch any holiday movies or like even play like any Christmas music. The only Christmas song I really listened to this entire season was Christmas Tree Farm. I knew you were going to say And it that. would be like once a week, like, <laughs> be like, it's the holidays. So like, I'm going to play this song. But because uh, all those other ones to me are like so played out. Like, I just can't. Yeah. I can't. Like, I used to love All I Want for Christmas is You, but I can't listen to that anymore. To me, it's so played out. It is. I did. I'd listen to I'll Be Home for Christmas, the song that um, Casey Musgraves and Lana did. That was really that fun. That was a good one. And I also did listen to the Christmas Tree Farm as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, I went up and saw my family Christmas Eve, which was so fun. Um, I listened to Wars over Miley's version. Oh, I listened to Wars over John Lennon, the original. But, because I prefer it over Miley's, but Miley did kill that cover. Um, But yeah, I went up and saw my family, my like extended like country family. And that was fun. I got to see my lovely cousin who was hilarious. Um, There was like, <laughs> she had, there was like this uh cousin, one of my cousins that was here and I don't even know who they are. Um, but they were there and they saw my cousin and they went up to her and they hugged her and they started talking and my cousin was like, how are you? You know, yada, 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 yada. Like just, you know, classic, like how's, how's the family? You don't get up oh, your little one. How's he do? Oh, how are the grades? Great slipping. Uh, you know how they are. And then after they got to, I was like watching this whole interaction and I was like, oh, I, I bet she's about to tell me who this is. Cause I still did it. And it had been an hour into the Christmas Eve dinner. And they got done talking. She looks at me. She goes, who was that? <laughs> and I was like, and then I started dying laughing because I was like, I don't know who that is. Um, yeah, bunch of, it's a bunch of crazy people up in my family. Crazy good people, though. Next year, I definitely, I already have an itch for traveling. Um, like, I literally went to Gatlinburg and I had so much fun. And I was like, I could do this way more often. Yeah. So literally on my way over here today, I called my friend Scott and I'm planning on going to LA in July slash August and going to stay with him. I, I definitely have an itch for travel. Like literally like my whole next year, I feel like Taylor, like my whole next year is planned out low key. Like February, we're seeing Wise Blood in Nashville, which is so fun. I'm requesting off tomorrow. Okay. March, Lana's album comes out. I do want to have an album party. Like that's going to be fun. Um, January as well. I'm seeing my friends Drew and Ray. And then the week before I'm seeing my friend Janine in Murfreesboro in Memphis. And then after that, uh, May, we're seeing Caroline Polachek and Ethel Kane in concert in Nashville. And then 
June, July, August, that's when I plan on like, okay, let me go ahead and like go. And that's when I want to go to LA, like around that time frame, like June, July, August, it depends. And then like September and October, I definitely want to go like do something else. I don't know what, but I doubt we need to have like a bestie road trip. We haven't gone on a trip just by ourselves, like ever not a road trip but just a trip in general oh yeah we got taylor tickets yeah we did <laughs> floor seats we got floor seats for the national we'll be seeing phoebe and taylor and uh gail yeah so phoebe and taylor um and i'm <laughs> so excited that gail will be the bathroom break girl that'll be a bathroom break get us some drinks like <laughs> get things going cool off like all that but i'm really excited I'm is really- it nice on an outside arena yeah it's outside yeah they're building that dome stadium but it won't be finished till like 2026 it's gonna be like right next to nissan stadium i know i keep seeing like the plans for it it's gonna be that whole like side of national like when it's like finished it's gonna be like completely different like all that section eight housing they're tearing it down like they're gonna they're going to build like all new high rises right there. Like Nashville is like this next decade is going to like, it's like low key becoming like Atlanta. Yeah. Which I mean is good. That'd they just really need cool. to, they need to like improve our infrastructure. Like we don't got, I mean, Atlanta traffic's bad, but at least in Atlanta, they got like nine, 10 different lanes. I mean, it's been like three, four or five lanes in Nashville since I could remember. Like, yeah. <laughs> Look, since I was born, low key. Like literally the interstates in Nashville have been the same since I've lived here and I've lived in Tennessee since like 2008. So it's just, it's just wild. I'm it excited is. though. Nashville used to be like such a small, like honky tonk town, but now it's like really blowing up. What's been your like favorite moment of this year of 2022? I actually had a lot of good moments this year when I look back at all, at all my memories this year. I did a lot of traveling. I know. I feel like you did. Like we went to New York at the beginning of the year, like around, it was like right before my birthday. And then we literally came back, celebrated your birthday. And then a went week to later Atlanta. went to Atlanta. And then a month after that, I went to Miami, but didn't really do much traveling like in the tail end of the year. But I plan on going back to Miami in April. That'd be really fun. For like a week probably like well maybe like five days um i probably won't be there for like a whole week but like five days that'd be so fun i hope the what like the weather when i was there last time was nice like but like when we tried to go to the beach it was just like really windy like real bad and uh so like it just like it, it had the flag up i think it was like the purple flag like that where it's like to what the waves are like too high like you yeah. can't you can't go in and swim so like we couldn't like really swim i mean i sat there like the it was warm outside and like it wasn't raining or anything it was just super windy so that's so that's still fun though you gotta like sit by the beach and stuff yeah oh my gosh and i got like i got uh we went uh by the beach like where heaven works and uh with her since she works there at the at the bar there um like each person that well like her she gets two free drinks and the person she's with gets two free drinks so i like i had a pina colada while i was there and i didn't get another one because that one pina it was that's like dead ass like one of the best alcoholic drinks like i've ever had ever like really i can't have it but yeah 
Oh yeah, because you can't have coconut. Coconut vibes. But that that pina colada was so fucking good. It had me so fucked up too. I took so many pictures at the beach. I need to. I on my next day off, I'm gonna go get my finally get. Even though I have like three more pictures to use on that, I'm just gonna get all of them developed because that that camera literally has like all of my pictures from like this whole year on it. So like I really want to get those developed and uh, make a post about this year. Uh, before the year is over that you should actually do that yeah you could do it tomorrow it literally it's like it's painless like you could take the camera with you leave it in your car and stop by walgreens on your way home and just drop it off are they open after four thirty? yeah walgreens are open until like 10 oh i don't know why I, I thought they closed early no i definitely like i think one of my best memories this year was definitely going to atlanta with you and emma that was like literally so fun i just think like traveling and like also just like being in a foreign city with your friends like i remember when i first started driving and first started like being independent i used to think like oh god like that's gonna be like anxiety ridden but like it honestly wasn't i had so much fun i liked atlanta too it definitely is the scariest place i've ever driven in though definitely (laughs) and you only drove my car once yeah but i kind of drove it for like the whole day because i wasn't i wasn't letting emma drive me (laughs) No shade. Love you, Emma. Love you, Emma. But, but she, she knows she can't drive. Yeah. Or at least not like. And also, I remember when she would have to drive her mom's van and she'd be like, this is a bus. And I'd be like, I love big cars. So I was like used to it. But I like driving your car. I just have to like, it takes me a second to get used to it. But I got used to it pretty quickly. It's really wild. That whole time frame. We literally flew to New York, came back from New York, like touchdown, celebrated your birthday. I got a brand new car and then immediately we left and went to I Atlanta. I was literally like doing trips like back to back. Yes. To back. I remember <laughs> I remember when I told everyone at work that I was going to Miami like a week later and they're like, <laughs> they're like you just got back from Atlanta and you're like, yeah, well, when you made a money, you can do things like that. Um, and honestly, but like when it you're really, from well, <laughs> <laughs> but the finances, it all just kind of like worked out. And I feel like especially with your little seasonal depression ass, like it started getting warmer and you're like, I got to go. You're like, I gotta go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. And so you were like on it. No, but like uh, since we did those trips back to back, though, after I came back from Miami, the only reason like I didn't really like plan for another trip later this year was because I was just like I was so fatigued from traveling. Um, it is fatiguing. I, like I liked I liked it. Like I liked the experiences that I had. But like it, it is a little exhausting especially because like you're going from like especially we, when you do it back to back we really went from the corner of the united states and then we came back down and then we went back down to the bottom and then you went down to the very bottom in florida and yeah. then you came back to the middle so it was just like it was a lot of like woo, a lot of time change a lot of like boom 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 like let's get things done let's yeah. go but that's fun i definitely want to like we need to travel more i want next summer though because i think taylor's gonna do her european tour next summer i want to go to europe next summer yeah and i'd love to come with you slay like let's go to like germany or something no if she goes to like berlin or munich she is. or like something like we need to go like it when she does her because her european tour uh like midnight's is huge in germany so like i'm sure germany is gonna be one of the countries she goes to i think so as well what was your favorite album this year not released this year, but just favorite album. Renaissance. Really? Yeah. And yeah. then probably Midnight's and then SOS. Really? Yeah. If you could pick one where you're like, this is my album this year. Doesn't have to be released this year, but just like 
an album you're like this is my album this year like i love it like my personal favorite would be midnights but i would say like when i look at like my not just like my favorites but also like where i'm just like just like the quality of the music like every song like back to back like beyonce's taking it yeah yeah she's taking it because renaissance was like a a moment this year like you know some girls they can take like five or six years and come back with a mid-album no shade i know like beyonce can come back (laughs) beyonce can come back with a studio album after like five years and it'd be amazing yeah because she's beyonce yeah and like she's she's very much a perfectionist too like i would love to see like i because uh from the little that she has talked about this album the that's one thing though the beehive have been dragging her lately because they're getting tired of her like not promoting shit yeah um, <laughs> or like doing anything like we still don't know when the visuals are coming in 2023 is in like three days um and the, al- the year anniversary the album came out in july uh she's supposed to tour next summer so hopefully it comes out like before tour what uh, if she tours with the visuals and then drops someone tours over? Maybe. Or maybe she'll drop the visuals right before she goes on tour. Or when she announces the tour, she'll drop the visuals the same day. Maybe. You know what I thought about at the at the Super Bowl? That would be so iconic. What? You know how like everyone's been dying for like R&B, Rihanna, yeah. Nicki, and Beyonce collab? I don't think they will like all do a collab together. But I think it would be really dope if... Uh, for her special guests because like rihanna and nikki have songs together like if she brought out nikki and then nikki b- brought out beyonce that would because be cool. she's part of rock nation that would eat that would eat and that would break the internet too because people have been dying for like a collab from those three for like years yeah i my favorite album released this year hands down like my my album that's been like on repeat mother or a preacher's daughter yeah well just preacher's daughter but yeah a mother's preacher's daughter (laughs) girl one thing about you if there's a name you're not gonna know it i definitely it's definitely just been preacher's daughter i can't get enough i can't stop and it's so good and i think discovering ethel kane has been like chef's kiss amazing especially because like i can't wait to see her live did your mom get us floor seats or where are we we're on the floor well it's ryman but it is on the bottom it's on the floor and it's a it's an end seat so it's by an aisle okay we're not like smushed okay good i didn't know she would be at the ryman i thought it would have been like national municipal or something no it's ryman and i'm that's another thing i'm really sick of is people going to the ryman but anyways that's a whole nother conversation um definitely ethel's kane ethel kane's preacher's daughter that album just oh my god like monumental like holy crap like every so often albums get released and you know that like oh this is gonna be history in the like when 1989 was released you're like that was history you were like this is history no like when she dropped it i remember i came home from school like right after she dropped it and like i was playing the songs because i wasn't able to buy it on itunes yet because my mom wasn't home so like i was just like playing the clips and like i remember i got because i i we had already heard welcome to new york because it was like a promotional single Mm -hmm. um and i played the second song which was blank space and i played that and i was like this is a global hit (laughs) (laughs) and then i got to style and i was like this is another hit (laughs) and then you got to out of the woods and you were like what is going on 
Out of the well, I'd already heard out of the wo- out of the woods was also a promotional single. Oh, too. okay, okay. Because okay. like back then, like album rollouts were a little different. Like they dragged on like for a couple months. Yeah. So like, she I think when 1989 came out, she had already dropped like she dropped Shake It Off, Welcome to New York, and Out of the Woods. I think those were the three that she had released. Mm-hmm. Shake It Off was a lead, and then I think Out of the Woods came first, and then she dropped Welcome. Or no, she dropped them at the same time. Yeah, she did. Really? Yeah. But every so often, like, there's an album that you're just like, this is history. And I think Preacher's Daughter is that. Definitely not to the extent of 1989 in terms of, like, global, like, acceptance. But I definitely think that, like, in terms of, like, the alt world and, like, the when the girls talk about albums that, like, really are, like, whoa. Like, I feel like this is, like, on par with melodrama and like born to die like this is yeah like the girls are going to be messed up with this for a minute and as more and more people discover ethel kane the more people are going to be like whoa nope she needs to get signed to like a a record label i know she needs to get like i mean she has the money she has that little like get get you get you a get you a, a cute like good lawyer (laughs) <laughs> and start, a cute good lawyer and start talking to these music industry execs about uh and get you into a, a good record deal you know how like a couple weeks like two weeks ago she hit a million monthly listeners on spotify yeah she's at 1.9 million now yeah she de- like if she if she got like a, a record deal at like republic or columbia or like one of those major record labels and she just had her lawyer like sort all that shit out so like she doesn't get fucked over like if she had like a label backing her she could be like really big oh yeah like i think she could come for these alt girls crowns oh yeah like i don't like of course not lana because like girl that's the blueprint and i think too with like kim petrus starting to like branch out too because you notice how like one thing that the industry likes to do like they'll they'll like have that one girl that's just like out there like for example like in female rap it was nikki for years and then they they basically pushed cardi out as like an industry plant because they didn't want nikki to like be the sole like female rapper out here and once they pushed her out and saw that people were like actually oh they were like oh multiple female rappers could be successful now suddenly you see these record labels pushing multiple female rappers now like even though some people don't consider her a rapper like both these girls i'm about to name but like they are rappers because they do rap especially like doja cat i hate when people say she's not a rapper Mm -hmm. but like doja cat um lizzo lotto uh megan the stallion yeah the city girls yeah stuff like that i feel like that's what's if if uh ethel kane gets signed i feel like she will get a push because like they see like kim petrus like people are like okay with like a trans girl being successful now that they see that they might actually give someone like ethel kane a chance and like love kim down but i think ethel is better than kim petrus oh yeah especially like her music like she could actually like win grammys and stuff oh yeah like love Kim down, like duh, like girl. Let's not act like like I love Kim down, but Ethel's like yeah. I I don't know. She's quickly. She's definitely in my top five artists. Yes, she has one album and like three EPs. Okay. It right now my ranking is Lana, Charlie, Taylor, Ethel, and Phoebe. All right. Well, Taylor better be locked in that third position. She better not. <laughs> Oh my god, you know, okay. She better not move one fucking... S- <laughs> she, she better move up after we go see her on tour. That's not happening. But 
I love, but I have, girl, I've already explained this to you. My connection with Charlie is so strong. And I've loved Charlie for years. And after seeing her live so many times and meeting her three times, like, and I love her. I know Lana's never going to move from the number one either. No, Lana's been number one since 2013. But maybe if you see Taylor live, she'll be locked for number three, though. Oh, Taylor's already locked for number three. I think she will be, like, especially, too, after we see her live. Because when I tell you, like, like, yeah, you've seen her on Netflix, but, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that real I've love- seen Charlie on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> that real life, like Taylor. Watch Swift- that documentary after we're done with this. The How I'm Feeling Now one. Yeah, sure. I really want to watch it. I haven't seen it in a minute, and like that, mo- her mind. Yeah. Girl. Anyways, um, I just love Ethel so much. Like, oh my god, and I love also. I love that she doesn't like Harry Styles because same. Yeah. Um, Didn't she? I saw. Did she actually, was she fat phobic to Lana? Girl, no, that tweet was edited. Oh. That was edited. It's because someone replied and they were like, girl, this edited ass tweet. I saw that though. Has she ever said anything negative about Lana though? No. Uh, interviewers have been like, you have a cadence of Lana Del Rey. And she said, no. And she's like, she's also, she's like, I love Lana, but she's like, I understand where that comes from. But she's like, I kind of definitely see more of a cadence with Florence and the Machine. You know something that I have noticed though? Like some of the like newer alt girls. Uh, They're getting compared to the queen. They like to, they they hate being compared. It's giving like whenever like female rappers, like it's that jealousy for me or like they never want to like, it's just like if people can tell like you're getting inspiration and like obviously like she came like a, a whole decade before you. So like, it's okay to admit like when you're inspired by somebody, it doesn't mean like you're trying to copy them. But like, if you can't even admit that you're like inspired by that person, it's kind of like, well, like that's super shitty. Cause like I have noticed like some alt girls, not all of them, but like they don't really like to be compared to Lana. And it kind of reminds me of like the female rap girls when it comes to Nikki. Like that's true though. Give the queen her, her credit. Like Lana has been in the game and like, let's like, and I hate to be like a kiss ass to Lana and just kind of like, you know, but I've watched so many documentaries, like little fan made ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like those tea spill videos. And I've also like a lot of critics have always said that Lana's paved her own path. Yeah. Like the, like Lana has paved the way for alternative music. Oh, and yeah. these girls like, look, I know Lord only came a year after Lana. And it took Taylor to come out to say something to check these hoes. <laughs> But it's like, you can't sit here and be like, have a sound that's sort of like, like Billy, for example, when she got, when she got compared to Lana, she was like, I love Lana. Like that's mother. She raised us. And everyone was like, thank you. Thank you. But now like, she doesn't even mention Lana. She doesn't talk about Lana. She doesn't, whatever. She unfollowed her on Instagram. Lana unfollowed her like yada yada. And I'm like, Billy, let's not forget where we came from. What's the tea with that? They just like they were great friends. They posed for each other. Like, do you you know that that uh, photo of Lana? Ooh, you know what that's giving? What what's it giving? Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift. That's what it's giving. That is what is it? That's what it's giving. Olivia used to always talk about her, and she never yes. talks about her anymore. Oh, you know the biggest one that where yeah. people are like the biggest. I think beef that Lana has with a celebrity, a female celebrity who sings alternative music. Who Halsey really yes because halsey was like no like don't compare me to lana yada 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 and she was all jealous and mad because she released badlands in 2015 and lana's album came out 20 honeymoon came out 2015 as well i mean 
because Lana like glorifies abuse. Girl, sounds get the like, fuck out of like here. Halsey would say. Girl, yes. <laughs> and I just remember she was like, she was like, no, like I'm not a Lana fan. Like, don't even go there. And then people were like, isn't this you? And it was a video of her at Lana's concert singing off to the races with her friend. And they were like dancing and she was singing like off to the races and people were like, what? And then they also pulled up her covers where Lahazi has covered like tons of Lana songs on her old YouTube channel. And they were like, is this you? There's a lot of snakes in the grass too. Like it's just giving like, like with the Billy and Lana stuff, like especially it's giving like, who was that rapper that rode the Nikki wave and then fell off and switched teams? That's what it's, Megan. Literally all of the rap girls, when they first start off, they start off loving Nikki and then they, they praise, get a little fame and fortune they and pray, then they yeah. act like they're their own and person. either they get a nikki collab and then they switch up on her and then they collab with cardi and suddenly they're team cardi they don't city girls team they cardi. don't we always team they cardi. don't mention nikki they don't talk about nikki <clears throat> megan um <laughs> although i'm really happy she won her case even though like i don't really like like megan as a person like i'm really glad that she won her case and she's extremely talented she is very talented I don't know. I just think it's like wild to like, and I, I, I've watched the interview where someone's been like to circle back. Sorry, girl, we get on these tangents. When you mention music to us, girl, we're going straight back to our faves. <laughs> Anyways. Oh yeah. But a lot of people like have always, cause like even like standing two women who kind of have this, not same sound, but kind of fall under the same category. Like, I feel like my music is very diverse. Like, no one's ever gone to Phoebe Bridgers and said, you sound like Lana Del Rey. No, what they're saying is, you sound like Joni Mitchell. You know what I mean? And Phoebe's always been like, yeah, like, I grew up listening to Joni Mitchell and folk music. I love it. And, like, having someone like Ethel, like, be told, like, you kind of sound like Lana Del Rey, or, you know, where do you think that comes from? Especially with the sort of Americana aesthetic that Lana was pushing during paradise and like a like a lot of born to die like that sort of americana aesthetic that ethel had for american teenager and that she still sort of like holds up i loved seeing in that interview when someone mentioned lana she didn't flare her nose she wasn't like nasty she wasn't like whatever and even on tumblr she's been like yeah like i like lana like you know she's great of course but she's like i she's like i'm mainly inspired by florence and the machine really yeah and her and Florence, uh, she opened up for Florence. Has Ethel ever said anything about Taylor? Has who? She ever said anything about Taylor? Yeah, she loves Taylor. Oh, yeah. Didn't she say 1989 made her come out? And she said she loves 1989. That's her favorite album. Because mm. she was on live and uh, I think she was in the UK. And I watched it and someone was like. I had that moment, but it wasn't with a Taylor album. Oh, yeah. It was, it was Revival, Revival by Selena. <laughs> um. What's been your favorite song this year? Um, probably Glitch. Really? Yeah. I love Glitch. From the first time I heard it, I loved it. No, like, I love the way she, like, sings over it. I love the production. Remember when we were driving uh, the day after Midnight's came out to get the Target CD? Yeah. And we were driving. And <laughs> you're a little, yeah. Um, but we were driving to get the Target CD, and I was like, and I played Glitch, and I was like, this is a career highlight. No, like this. I, pay, I played Paris and Glitch, and I was like, this is it for me. I really love, like, the hook to to Paris. Like, whenever she starts going, um... I'm so, so in love that I might stop breathing, drew a map on your bedroom ceiling. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, you know, people thought that she was saying tumba-dum-dum. But it's tumble-down pretend alleys. <laughs> I can sing it when she's, like, singing it. Mm-hmm. 
yeah yeah and i also like the um the carly shade oh yeah i just love my favorite part of glitches uh, of glitches when she goes and such a glorious happenings and happenstance on someone else's playground i just that like serves. when it goes in and it's her, that back i can't even do like the the production with my but when she goes we were supposed to be just friends and it sort of has that bjork like you don't live in the part of town but maybe i'll see I'll see you out some weekend. Yeah, no, that's a serve. Yeah. That's a really good one. Um, I definitely... She needs to work with that producer again. Girl. <laughs> yes. She needs to work with Charlie, but anyways. um, I just think... Can I make a confession what? right here, right now? The day we listened to Midnight's, I probably liked like three songs. Really? Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Really? I liked a lot of them on the first listen. No, and honestly, like I liked Lavender Haze, but when I went back and listened to it, I didn't like it. Really? Yeah, the only songs I really loved were Karma, Antihero, um, and like I think Snow on the Beach and Snow on the Beach. Yeah, those are the only three songs I liked. That's not good. It's not. I just, I, I don't know. It was just very weird. I was very taken aback. And then I had, I just was like, just listen to it. Like, just keep listening to it. And then when the 3AM version came out, I listened to those and I was like, mm-hmm. And then I just kept listening and listening and 3 listening. 3AM brought it up a little bit though. Like, oh, it yeah. definitely did. But I just think like, I just kept listening and listening and listening and listening to like the, just the standard album, the standard 13 songs. And I just, I was like, something's not clicking. Like, in my mind i was like is this the first taylor album where i was like i don't like it i didn't like mastermind at first but i like it now it's one of my faves what if i told you i'm a mastermind and now you're mine (laughs) it was all by design you like bejeweled now well let me finish so i just i was like i don't i was like holy crap like i don't like this album and I was like, whoa, like, what's going on? And then I watched a lot of, like, reviews and stuff about it. A lot of people reacting to it and them just kind of saying, like, it's not a good album. It's just, like, this generic pop album that's, like, has no substance. And I just kept being, like, I was like, ooh. People like, kind of dragged I, it the way they dragged Reputation when it first came out. I just kind of had that visceral reaction of, like, do I not like this album? And then I remember I was just like, holy crap. But then I just kept listening to it. And then, like, I just, I stopped listening to it altogether. And then I would just go on TikTok and people would talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And I would just randomly hear the songs. And then finally, I was just like, let me just keep listening. So then I played it again. And then I really love it, of course, now. I love Hits Different, too. I know. She needs to put that on streaming. She does. <laughs> I love The Great War. That's another career Why highlight. Why hasn't she put it on streaming yet? I don't know. I think she still has a, I think she has a contract with, uh, target like she has to keep it as an exclusive with them for a certain amount of time and then after that contract expires probably i wouldn't the contract definitely isn't for more than a year i doubt that it's for a couple months more than a couple months though the one with 1989 was like a year though because she didn't put new romantics or like you are in love and wonderland on streaming or itunes for like a whole year are you serious yeah holy crap um most of the time like with streaming now and everything though though it's not that long but um but yeah that's wild do you like a lot more songs off midnights now oh yeah i love the whole album the only song i still can't get into is vigilante shit shit. yeah um i love i love the great war so good yeah that's a good song 
that's a good song. It's a great song. I haven't given it like a 100% listen yet. Like it's a great song. Like the way that she describes like a, an argument in the relationship, like referring to it as like a war. <laughs> like her mind. She's so like. She's a mastermind. And so that, once, that bridge Okay, too. so one song. It, it was Glitch. Yeah. Your one song of the year. Work. Mine was probably. Ooh, mine was probably Don't Forget by Sky Ferreira. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've heard that one. I love it. I love it. Uh, it's really, I just keep, it was released this year, like really early on this year. And I just kept coming back to it and listening to it. And it's really amazing. It's one of those songs. It's about like not forgiving someone and being like, you don't have to. You remember that uh, interview Taylor did during Lover Era where she was like, you don't have to forgive. Yeah. Like, then she was like angry. She was <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I love when she like does those interviews and she like gets pissed off talking about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's definitely probably don't forget because I really, really like that song. And I think it was. I, I just kept listening to it over and over again. She's I think she said. Um, um, do you have a favorite movie this year? I don't really go out and see a lot of movies. Any movies that like you watched? Well, my favorite one we watched is that the I, what's it called? The one where they go to where they go to. What have I said? One they, thing about you, you're not gonna know a name of anything. Where they go to Buenos Aires? Operation Final. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like that movie. Work. Mine's probably Red Sparrow. You watched that movie for the first time this year? No, I watched it again this year. Oh. Because my friends, Michaela Sierra, we all watched it and. That it, movie, go ahead. I'm sorry, Operation Final. That movie was a serve. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was, I figured it wasn't about what I was talking about. Go ahead. It was so good. Yeah. If y'all don't know, it's about uh, this group of like Israeli, like I guess they're like the equivalent to the FBI in America or the CIA, um, but they're basically like Nazi hunters, and they. Uh, they had to like kidnap this guy from our fuck what's his name i think it was like heinrich no it wasn't heinrich himmler it was adolf adolf eichmann eichmann adolf eichmann and uh he's basically like the mastermind like he like he uh came up with the the um what 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 word did they use like the basically like the the plan to like do a mass extermination of the jewish people like he was the the person who like was really the the whole mastermind between behind like how to do it like on such a large scale like that and um he was able to escape to argentina but they brought his ass back and it was actually the first trial that they had in israel for someone who was like that high ranking that was a Nazi and uh, it was the first time like one of them was like really put on trial and there were like still like survivors that like got to go on the stand and talk about it. That's really awesome. I it was, that it. was a good movie. It was. I love Red Sparrow. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. My favorite, my number one favorite movie of all time is Brooks being wallflower. But number two is definitely Red Sparrow. I love that movie so much. And every time I watch it with someone who's never watched it before, I'm like, just wait. You're going to gag. It's so good. I love Jennifer Lawrence in it. 
I love everything about it. So good. Didn't you watch it this year for the first time? I did. I made you watch it. I was like, pay attention. And like, it was dark. And I, I kept like eyeing over to make sure you weren't falling asleep. Because I was like, if he falls asleep, it's going to ruin it. It's going to piss me off. So I was like, pay attention. Because in the end, everything wraps up. And you're like, what? It's so good. I need to rewatch it. I don't really remember it. Uh, if you don't know, Red Sparrow is basically about this girl who is a ballerina in Russia. And one day she injures herself from her partner's like accident. Uh, he accidentally injures her in her leg and she can never dance again. And basically she, the way that she lives, she lives with her mom who's really, really sick. And the dance company that she dances for pays for the apartment. But when she injures herself, they gave, they give her like three months before her and her mom have to move out. And her mom requires like 24 hours, like around the clock care because of how sick she is and so then her uncle gives her information and the information is that her rival is dating the guy that accidentally did the injury and she finds out that it wasn't an accident so she decides to get revenge and then through her revenge her uncle's like you're really good at revenge lol why don't you become a spy and he's she's like uh no i don't want to do that like i don't like your line of work you're nasty you're disgusting and he's like, no, like you should really do it. You should become a sparrow, whatever, yada, yada. And she's like, mm, I don't really want to do that. And then finally he's like, well, no one's going to pay for this house. No one's whatever. If you do this for me, I'll make sure your mom's taken care of. And she's like, fine, I'll do it for my mom. That's basically the premise of the movie. And it's so amazing and good. It's a slow burn. So if you watch it and you're like, I'm bored, don't blame me. It's really, really good. So good. You have to pay attention, but it's amazing. And it didn't come out this year, but whatever. Um, I'm really sick of people giving people movies. I'm sick of movies coming out and everyone's like, they're revolutionary. They're everything. And I watch them and I'm bored. People really liked Avatar 2. I've never been into that blue people shit. So I'm probably never going to watch it. You've never seen the first Avatar? I did when I was a little kid, but I don't remember it. It's so good. I'm not obsessed with it. It's not. I just, I was like, this is a really good movie. I'm not watching it. That's three hours. I'm sorry, I can't like sit there and look at those fucking blue people for two hours or three hours. You're such a hater, anyways. I am a hater. Um, I'm a. I will admit, I'm a hardcore fucking hater. If I like look at something and I'm like, I'm not gonna like that. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna make you watch though. What Hunger Games? Okay, but I know you're gonna like that. You're gonna like that. I know you will. Anyways, um. Yeah, no, I'm really sick of movies coming out and people saying they're revolutionary and then I watch them and I'm like, why am I bored? I feel like I just would be bored watching Avatar. It doesn't look interesting. It's really good. Do you even know what the premise is? Well, I know like something, it's like someone was like white people watching this and they were like the first Avatar movie and they're like, is this movie about us? (laughs) Is it about like colonization or something? Yeah. Yeah, this year was crazy. This year was fun. Um, I definitely am excited for next year. It's the first time I've really been like excited for like a new year. I'm excited to get back in the gym. Really excited about that. But yeah, I feel like it was a good year. I had I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good year. Fun. <laughs> you are the worst person ever. What's your song of the week? To close out and rap. Um ghost in the machine it oh. wasn't it wasn't my favorite when the album came out but like it's like one of my favorites now off the so album good so good at first i was like this doesn't fit but now i really like it yeah and phoebe's like verse eats 
What's your song of the week? Um, my song of the week is definitely Seeing Green. Really? But yeah, I've been listening to that song so much recently. Best Young Money collab. It's so good. Especially when she goes, big ass backyard, just so Papa Bear could frolic. I just love how like loud the beat is too. Like Margarita pizza with Parmesan and garlic. It's so good. It's so good. They really ate that down and I love that little Nikki verse. All right. Well, we will see y'all next year. See you next I'm year. I'm so excited. And let's get it. Bye. Bye. Big ass backyard. It's just a pop of beer for frolic. <laughs>